Hello. What's up? <coughs> What's up, team? Hope everybody's doing good. I had to decide today between doing a training on this book or this book. This was a really tough choice because I love, love, love both of these books. Hey, Debbie. So today I'm going to go with this book. No, I'm going to go with this book. And we're going to talk about the other book tomorrow. This is one of my favorite books, especially if you're not good with time management, especially if you are busy with a family, a career, you're trying to fit this in, you're trying to work smart, you're trying to plan out your day. This is a great book. It's called The Miracle Morning for Network Marketers. It also comes with a workbook. I don't have that here. I gave that away. You can get them both together on Amazon for like 20 bucks. The premise of this book, and I've got pages and pages of notes, and we're going to go through this for about 20, 30 minutes. I want to share the highlights, the important things that I get out of it, so it can save you from reading the whole book. But if you still want to read the book, I highly recommend it. Miracle Morning for Network Marketers. It's by Hal Elrod and Pat Petrini. Great book. So I've got a ton of notes. I've got about 200 passages underlined. I'm not going to go through every passage. That would take like a week. But I am going to cover about a page of stuff that I think will benefit you. And some of this comes down to time management. Some of this is about daily routine. And some of this is network marketing in general. So it's a little combination of all of these. So what I'm going to do probably for the next couple of weeks is just pick one of my favorite books each day and just talk about my big takeaways from it. And maybe at the end of this video, if you have one big takeaway uh, that you can apply in your own business, I know it's going to make a big difference. So let's just roll into it. The book starts with a quote, and it says, The successful warrior is the average man with laser-like focus. And that's by Bruce Lee. And in the book, they talk about the number one skill of a network marketer is their ability to focus. And I believe in today's digital world, with all the shiny objects, with all the things competing for your time, everybody I talk to is busier than busy, or at least they say they are. The people who succeed at things are the people who can focus on one thing uh, until it's complete. And some people are better at this naturally than others. Thank goodness this is one of my strengths. I know for a lot of people it's one of their biggest weaknesses. I get it. But learning how to focus is really important if you want to build a big business. Um, he said his biggest breakthrough in his network marketing business was this. And this is pretty, pretty interesting. He said that somebody who knew what they were doing told me what to do. That's number one. And he said, number two, I did what they told me. That's when he had his big breakthrough. He found someone who knew what the heck they were doing, and he humbled himself enough to listen to them and do what the person taught. If I had only done that 15, 16, 17 years ago when I started this industry, I would have been retired like 12, 13 years ago. But, you know, we all have our ego. We all have uh, our own experience, whether good or bad. We all have our preconceived notions. We all have our baggage. I do, too. We all do. And humbling yourself enough to listen to someone who knows what they're doing uh, can definitely shorten your learning curve. So find a mentor, whoever it may be, it could be anybody uh, that you respect that has been successful in the industry and humble yourself enough to do uh, what they teach. If you're going to listen to someone, listen to Will. Will knows what the heck he's doing. Uh, he's great. I'm, I'm not going to come out here and say, listen to me, but listen, uh, listen to Will, listen to the other leaders on our team who are shaking and baking and kind of follow their lead because they, what they're doing is working. Uh, and chances are it'll work for you too. 
the next thing they talk about in this book is that if you don't schedule it, it's not going to happen. And most of you already know that. This is my little, my wife got me this, just a little notebook. And you'll see this. This first one was from like four or five days ago. That was my daily to-do list. Didn't get it all done. Next day, to-do list. Most got done. Whatever didn't get done got carried over that day. I didn't have as much to do, thank goodness. The next day, right there. So if you are not someone who has a daily to-do list and is not using a day planner, I highly recommend it. It will make your life a lot easier. When you can visualize and see what you need to do every single day to uh, for your life, for your relationship, for your food, for your meals, for your work, whatever, when you can see it in front of you, you can work smart and you can get some great things done. The next one, this is, this is probably one of my, my favorite things in the whole book. There's, there's a lot of them, but this is one of my favorites. He said, the secret to success in network marketing is to be committed to my daily process with be, without, without being emotionally attached to my results. So let me say that again. The secret to success in network marketing is to be committed to my daily process without being emotionally attached to my results. So what does this mean? It means, number one, you have a game plan every single day for your business, and you have the focus and the discipline to follow that. And more importantly, you don't worry about what people say or do or how they react to you talking to them about the business. You are not emotionally attached to what someone says or does. You're just committed to doing that process every single day, day in and day out. And you know, over a period of time, the law of numbers is going to work. The law of averages, it's all going to fall into your favor. But the process is what you want to be committed to. You do not want to be committed to people's reactions and what they say and what they do, because that can blow you out of the business very, very quickly. The next thing he talks about in the book is that how you start your day determines how your day goes. And most of us, what happens is we, our alarm clock goes off, we hit snooze once or twice, we gulp down a coffee, we gulp down some food, you take a shower, you haul butt to work. Uh, hopefully you kiss your spouse, your kids goodbye if you got kids. And that's how people start their day. But the problem is uh, they're being uh, reactionary. So what he talked about in the, in the book is you want to be deliberate and you want to have a routine for when you wake up that is 30 to 45 minutes long that focuses on you. So some of the things he encouraged that you do uh, during that time, taking 10 minutes of silence, get your cup of coffee, just go in the other room where it's quiet before you turn on your cell phone, look at Facebook, check your email, just go in solitude for 10 minutes, enjoy your cup of coffee. Another thing he talked about doing was doing daily affirmations. Maybe you have some areas in your life that you struggle with. Maybe it's your self-esteem, maybe it's your weight, maybe it's your confidence. So maybe you need to create some affirmations that you can read aloud each morning to help get this right. Another thing he talked about you could do is visualization. So you have your little dream board or your visualization board and you look at it, perhaps while you're drinking that hot cup of coffee in silence and you're visualizing your goals. Uh, he also recommended that you do about 10 minutes of exercising in the morning, even if you just walk around the house for 10 minutes or you do 10 minutes of crunches and push-ups or a combination, jumping jacks, whatever. Just get your blood flowing and to, to start your day out right. He also talked about reading for 15 or 20 minutes in the morning. Got your cup of coffee. You can visualize. 
maybe you read your self-help book. If you're religious, you read your Bible. If you um, are trying to learn about a certain subject, you read that specific book. But you read a little bit in the morning, so, you, so you're putting positive in there. And then finally, he talks about scribing and journaling. This is something I haven't done a lot of. I did when I was deployed a couple times. I kept a journal every day. Uh, it's, very, it's very enlightening. It's very interesting when you go back and read over your journal from, from 6, 9, 12 months ago. So the bottom line is you want to start your day so that you can prepare your whole day for successful. You do not want to just jump up out of bed and be in re reactionary mode the whole day. He really teaches the importance of having a deliberate plan for that first 30 to 60 minutes after you wake up. And he even talks about, hey, sometimes you might have to even wake up earlier than you normally do so that you can do this. So if you typically wake up at 7 and you got to be out of the house by 7.30, start getting up at 6.30 instead of 7 so that you can position yourself for success all day long. That's very, very powerful. Now, here's the great thing. It doesn't really matter what time you wake up. So if you like to sleep in like Rachel and I do, just when, when you do wake up, that's when you start your little miracle morning. That's when you start your little routine so that you can have a successful day. Another thing he talked about in the book, and I'm just, these are all in no particular order, is that everything is difficult before it's easy. We talk, we've talked about this on a couple Facebook Lives, but anytime you start something new, you suck at it, all right? That is a fact. Very few people are just gifted at every single thing they try and are an expert right on day one. Most things you try, you're horrible before you're good and you're good before you're great. So don't beat yourself up if you're starting a new lead generation strategy, if you're starting a new marketing strategy or you're starting a new presentation or whatever, and it doesn't go exactly like you want it to. We're all going to struggle with things a little bit. That's how we learn. You know, babies fall down hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times before they can stand up and walk. That's what we have to do as adults. So give yourself a little patience, have realistic expectations, and just focus on getting better. And over a period of time, you can master just about any skill. Another tip that, uh, or a quote they said in the book that I really like is that, is what I'm doing right now at this specific moment in time the single best use of my time? So is what I'm doing right now at this exact moment in time, is it the single best use of my time? This is probably the easiest way for you to determine whether you're doing busy work or whether you're doing productive work or whether the task that you're doing is actually moving your business forward or just tricking you into thinking that you're being busy and being productive. So is what I'm doing right now the single best use of my time to move my business forward? Pretty good question. I would argue that most of the things we do, they're urgent. But a lot of us, we tend to, myself included, we tend to put off the most important things uh, because we focus on the urgent first. So keep the important things first and do the urgent after that if you can do that. Another thing he talked about was the, and this is the book we're covering, folks, for anyone coming in late. This is The Miracle Morning for Network Marketers. It's a fantastic book. Another thing he talked about is the victim mentality. And I, I used to have this, especially when I first started the industry. We would, I would blame others for my failure. I'd blame the company. I'd blame my sponsor. Uh, I'd blame pretty much anything and everything. Guilty, I was. Not anymore, thank goodness. But successful people, we, you take responsibility for your own life, right? We all have bad things happen to us. 
we all have goals that we come up short with. Uh, good, bad things happen to good people sometimes, unfortunately, but it does. But we have to man up or woman up. We have to take ownership. If you want to improve your marriage, as an example, you got to take ownership. You want to improve your working situation, you got to take ownership. You want to improve your business, you got to take ownership. Same thing with your health. As long as we're blaming something on someone else or something else, we're the victim. And there's no such thing as a successful victim. That is a fact. So identify what areas in your business you're struggling with, man up or woman up, and then say, you know what, this is my business. I need to figure out how to do this. Instead of saying it won't work, say this, how can I make it work? Instead of saying no one's joining my team, what can I do to have people join my team? That's what you want to say. When you take ownership, that's when the magic really starts to happen in your business. The next thing he talked about in the book, and I'm crossing these off as we go, but I love this. See, this business is very, very predictable. If it's not predictable to you, uh, it's because you don't understand your success formula. But we all have a success formula. And he basically says, if you do X, you're going to get Y in your business. So if I make, if I share my link with 20 people a day, I know two people are going to take a free tour. So I know if I want 100 people to take a uh, free tour, I need to have 1,000 people that I invite to look at my link. So the business is very, very predictable. You're going to figure out what your formula is. It's different for everyone. Some people may share their link with three people and get one to take a tour. Some may do it with two. Some may take 20 uh, because of your credibility. This phone, I'm turning it off. This phone rings constantly. Because of your credibility or your sphere of influence. But whatever your formula is, once you know it, and that's why I'm a big fan of tracking this in your business, you should track how many people you approach, how many people you share your link with, how many people actually take a free tour so that you know your success formula so that you can set a realistic goal and know exactly what you need to do to get there. If you're not keeping track, you're never going to know. It's going to be a guessing game. It's going to lead to frustration. Another thing he said, and I like this, he said, take out your calendar. And I've got mine right, right here. He said, take out your calendar. And he said, I want you to look at last week's week and what you have planned for the next week and how many appointments or how many prospects do you have lined up to talk with about your business last week and how many in this upcoming week. And the example he gave is if you're a dentist and you have your own dental practice and you have zero appointments for your dental practice this week, how much money are you really going to make? I know we got Calvin on this call or he was at one point. Calvin has a, a gym, personal training business. If Calvin has zero appointments in his business, he's going to make zero money. I mean, that's a fact. His job is to keep that calendar full if he wants the money to come in. So network marketing, HB Naturals, it's no different. You have to keep your calendar full. That's why we teach so many different lead generation strategies. So you always have ways to meet people, to, to get people to take a free tour so you can have a conversation with them. But that's why you need to keep your calendar full and keep those appointments coming. The next thing uh, he talked about is, we covered that, we covered that. I want to cover these last couple things, right on these last couple chapters. And if you got a question, type it in. I'm going to cover it at the end. But he said, hold on, just bear with me, folks. I'm sorry. I got to find it. 
So he's got um, he's this this chapter right here is about prospecting, and I know you guys always like to learn about prospecting. So I'm just going to cover and I'll summarize it. I'm not going to read it, but some of the things that you can do uh, for prospecting. He says the most. I'm on Facebook Live. What's that? Oh, Oh, that's my wife. She just came in. She said someone butt dialed my office. So, and they're still on my voicemail. Story of my life. People calling my home phone. I got some crazy people who call me. I got some cool people too, but there's some crazy people. But anyway, it said your your best and most sustainable prospecting strategy is to get out in the world and live an exciting and happy life. So it's to get out of that little cave that you live in. I love my cave. You can see it right here. I'm in my house a lot, but to get out of your cave, go do things you enjoy with people you enjoy it with. And you will have a endless supply of people that you can share a drop card with, a business card with, a flyer with, people you could talk to, text, call, have a conversation with. But the best way to prospect people is just to get out and live life and do fun things. Because guess what? When you're doing something fun, you're happy and you're probably happy to be around. The next thing, the next thing he talked about is being able to turn people away. Now, this is a concept I would have looked at him like a deer in the headlights when I first started the industry because I was so desperate to find people that I would sign anyone up, no matter, regardless of their situation. But I believe now, after doing this so long, that we have a responsibility. If we know we're talking to someone, and we know this is not going to be a good fit for them, we have the responsibility to tell them that. Look, hey, you know what? Based off your current situation right now, everything you told me, I think you would be much better off to go get a part-time job for a little bit. And once you get your finances in a little bit better order, then we have this conversation again about the business. Uh, Because I don't want someone uh, in the business, if they can't even afford to pay their rent uh, or buy groceries, they need to get their money situation right first. Uh, that's how I personally feel. Maybe maybe some people don't agree with that, but I think you have to know if the person you're talking to, if this is not a good fit for them, you do have to be able to look them in the eye and tell them that. Another thing, just a couple more. He, he talks about don't try to be slick. You know, everybody's looking for, Chuck, what's the secret sauce? What's your secret script? I do not have a secret script. I talk to people from the heart whenever I talk to people. I try to be transparent, be genuine, be honest, and just speak from my heart. You, you do not need to be that low, that used car salesman who's below quota and it's the last day of the month and you are desperate and you'll say anything and anything and everything to anyone. You want to be honest. You want to be genuine. You want to be transparent. You don't need to use hype. You don't need to use pressure. You just need to treat people well. What we have is so good, you don't need to talk it up. You just need to be genuine and heartfelt. Uh, when you talk to people. And that's one of my, you know, on a different note, that's one of my strong points why I can recruit. And I have a lot of people say, Chuck, you know, you don't have a lot of charisma. You don't have this this vibe, like all this enthusiasm or all all this high energy. And I tell people I have a relaxed intensity. Uh, I'm very enthusiastic. I'm very energetic, but it's contained. And I try to stay calm because I have learned – through many years of recruiting, that if I act like a lamb, I can sell like a lion. But if, if I started acting like a lion, I'm like in your face, high pressure, aggressive. No one likes that crap. So they'll push you away when you start doing that. But if you're calm, cool, and collected, people will listen to you. They're like, whoa, this guy, you know, he sounds pretty confident. He knows what he's doing. He believes in himself. 
Uh, he believes in what he's offering me. So that's, that's what you want to work on if that's one of your struggles is uh, being, having enthusiasm and being energetic is great, but just make sure it's not out of control. Make sure it's contained so that you don't blow your prospect away because a lot of people do that. Um, another thing he talked about, this is pretty good actually. I like this and we'll be done in a couple minutes, probably five minutes. But he said that I leave every person I speak to better than I found them. So when you're talking to people, what you what your ultimate goal is is did you make them is their day better? Are they feeling better because they talk to you? That's why you want to pay people a sincere compliment. That's why when you talk to people, you want to ask questions and listen. When I'm talking to people on the phone, I rarely do much of the talking. I ask a couple questions and I listen. And prospects love it. Team members love it. So that's that's what you want to do with people. If you want to be liked you need to become a better listener and you want to make people feel good about themselves, whether they work with you or not. Um, this is the last thing I'll close with this chapter. This is called presenting the products and opportunity, but I'll just close with this, this. I'll close with this quote because I love it. And then I'll tell you my two cents on it. And he says, nobody who bought a drill actually wanted a drill. They wanted a hole. Therefore, if you want to sell drills, you should advertise information about making holes, not information about drills. This is one of my favorite quotes. It's by Perry Marshall. He's the guy, one of the guys I learned search engine optimization from about 10 years ago. But what that means to me is no one really cares. No, let me rephrase that. People care less about the ingredients, the formulator, the company, uh, the money back guarantee, the website they care a hundred times less about that than they care about how they will benefit from using the products so when you are talking to people you have to tell them what's in it for them you have to tell them how they benefit I'll give you a couple examples uh, hey Jasmine so I don't know Jasmine I'll just give this as an example hey Jasmine I know we've been friends a while and I know you've been struggling with your sleep at night you know I found a product I think will help you sleep better at night. I know it's helped a lot of other people. If I shared it with you, would you be willing to take a look at the label and check it out? That's it. Now, because Jasmine and I are friends, chances are she's going to say, yeah, I'll check it out. You know, she wants to sleep better. You, you focused on her hot button. So then we've got Debbie on the call too. So say Debbie is my friend and I'll say, you know what, Debbie? And I don't know Debbie's situation. This is just an example, just to give you a perspective. But I'd say, you know, Debbie, uh, I know you've always, I know you're busy, but I know you've always been looking for a good side hustle. I found something I think you would do really well at. And if she knows that I'm coming at her from the right spot and that I'm genuine and she's my friend, she's going to take a look. Where most people mess up is they keep talking after that and they keep trying to explain the whole HBN thing to, to Debbie or to their prospect. You don't, you don't need to say any of that. You want to pique her curiosity and by showing her what's in it for her and invite her to take a look using the curiosity approach. That's how I get so many people to take a look. Uh, that's how I sign up so many people. I don't talk about HBN. I don't talk about the products. I don't talk about the comp plan. I talk about the person that I'm talking to and how they will benefit. And how do I know how they'll benefit? I ask them questions to figure out what their hot button is. If I know their health is their hot button, then I'm going to focus on how, how the products can help them with their health. If I know that making extra money is their hot button, I'm going to show them how they can make extra money with this with very little money involved. If 
they are looking to build a big income because they want to get out of their profession or their job, then I'm going to show them, I'm going to talk about the big money and what's possible here because people care about what's in it for them. They don't really care about anything else. Not initially anyway. They might care about all those other things after they get in and they start peeling the layers back. But you want to focus on the right thing and that is what's in it uh, for your people. So if you are someone who is busy, if you are someone who struggles with time management, if you're someone who just wants to create positive energy in your life or start having more productive days so you can be more focused, more productive, more disciplined, I really recommend this book. It's called Miracle Morning. It's by Hal Elrod. Pat, Pat Petrini, I think. Yeah, Pat Petrini. Get the workbook, too, if you buy it. You can just go to Amazon. You can type in Miracle Morning for Network Marketers. Keep in mind, there's a regular book called Miracle Morning. That's good, too, but you really want the network marketing one, Miracle Morning for Network Marketers. It's got a workbook, and I think the, I wish I had the workbook here, but the workbook is 10 times more valuable than the book. If you're only going to buy one, buy the workbook because that allows you, it shows you how to strategize and plan out your day and develop your miracle morning and be more productive in your business and where you're going to work in your business every day. It is a fantastic tool. I think it's like six or seven bucks. It's, it's, it's really good. And you can each week, you can plan out your whole week, what you're going to do day by day in each part of your business. It's really, it's just a good tool. So I hope you got some value from this. I know it's a little different than other Facebook lives I've done, but books, none of my mentors in real life, have I ever met? None of my MLM mentors have I ever met in real life. Never met any of them face to face. They either came from videos or books. 100% of my mentors. Pretty crazy when you think about it. Uh, that's why I like to read. I can learn, you know, probably took Hal and Patrick years to learn all this stuff. And I can learn what took them years in three or four hours by reading their book. So let me just make sure there's no questions and then I'm signing off for the day. Nope. Good. Well, I appreciate everyone. Let's, let's blow the roof off the building this month in September. We got 26 days left to crush it. I don't know about you, but I'm going at least Ruby. I'm going for Emerald. And I'd like to help all of you get at least one or two or three rank advancements before the month is over. So if you need help with something, hit me up through private messenger. Otherwise, have a great day. I'll see you at the top. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.